pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. We will get to our episode in a moment. But first, Paula and I appreciate all of the continued support out there. We have over a million downloads, and we want to keep growing. If you could leave a positive rating on our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, tell a friend or family member about our show. Now, let's throw another log on the fire, campers. Let's dig up a new mystery. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with us, as always, is our award-winning journalist who spent 30 years telling these kinds of stories with the Akron Beacon Journal, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. Did you know Ohio used to be below the equator? That we used to be part of a mountain? That there was a time we were buried under a mile of ice, and another time we were an underwater coral reef? Did you know that there's a place you can go to in Ohio and literally walk on the bottom of the ocean? The land that is now Ohio has gone through extraordinary changes, and I thought you might enjoy knowing all the history that happened beneath your very feet. Don't worry, we can keep the science talk to a minimum while not losing any of the fascinating journey. Scientists think Earth is just under 5 billion years old, and the land that was to become Ohio did not exist for a long time. The planet was a hotbed of violent volcanic activity, with volcanic flow working to fill the gaps in the planet's crust. It did this for 4 billion years before the gap that got filled was us, creating the land that would become Ohio. Nothing lived here when we were born some 1 to 1.4 billion years ago, of course. No plants, no animals. But we did grow ourselves a mountain. Right about 900 million years ago, a mountain range formed and took in eastern Ohio. Mountains look like immovable monoliths, but they are shifting and changing every single day. Sometimes they grow as the continental plates beneath them squeeze together, and with nowhere to go, the land between them gets pushed up, up, up. But in Ohio, our mountain eroded slowly. It took about 300 million years, but eventually we were reduced to a gentle rolling surface. 
There's no indication that any significant life form lived here at that time, just some algae and maybe lower invertebrates and parts of the state. Then, 500 million years ago, we entered the Cambrian period. And wow, Ohio could not have looked more different if it tried. We lay 10 degrees south of the equator. By comparison, the middle of Brazil is 10 degrees south of the equator. And we were totally underwater. The seas had flooded our land, leaving us in a shallow marine environment. We rested right alongside a tropical continent called Laurentia. One day, Laurentia will grow up to be North America. During this Cambrian period, we were bustling with new life, marine organisms, including lots of those weird little creatures called trilobites, They kind of look like little underwater potato bugs with lots of ribs and a hard helmet for a head. These things were so resilient, the species lived for nearly 300 million years. We still don't know why they went extinct, but we suspect that volcanic eruptions in Siberia that sputtered for 2 million years probably littered the atmosphere with carbon dioxide and poisoned the water for much marine life, perhaps wiping them out with so many others. Now, the next period of Ohio is my favorite because you can visit it, literally walk on it. It's called the Ordovician period. And in the 1970s, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers blasted a place in Warren County down in southwest Ohio to aid in flood control. And in doing so, they exposed layers upon layers of Ordovician limestones that were loaded with fossils. The area is called the Caesar Creek Spillway, and you can stop in at the visitor center, sign a form that says you understand the rules, and go fossil hunting. It's a huge, hard, flat terrain the size of several football fields. This was once the bottom of the sea. Ohio is actually world famous for the experience. I've gone a few times, and while I never found a trilobite, I found some very cool rocks that were completely covered with brachiopods and horn corals and snails. Plus, I picked up fistfuls of small plant life that look like concrete worms. Toward the end of the Ordovician period, glaciers were starting to form at the South Pole, and they were sucking up a lot of the ocean, causing sea levels to drop throughout the tropics, which is where we were still hanging out. In western Ohio, land was starting to emerge for the first time since we were flooded, appearing as little muddy islands. But the east was still part of the shallow sea, and still filled with volcanic activity, which was spitting out layers of ash all over the entire state. Between our western half losing its marine life and the eastern half spewing volcano lava, life was struggling to keep a foothold. Still, even dead organisms are going to be a huge benefit to Ohio in the future. You see, all that marine life we had, it turns out when their little bodies fossilize, They, as well as the plants and algae and bacteria from the period, 
can be harvested as fossil fuel. The oil and gas we get from Ohio started forming in this period. As a matter of fact, the first giant U.S. oil field ever will be discovered in northwestern Ohio in 1884, and it will be found in the fossil-filled rocks that formed during the Ordovician period. Here's another reason we love the Ordovician. This is when Ohio is forming all the wonderful limestone that will pull out of the ground one day to use as building material, concrete, asphalt, cement, even agricultural fertilizer. Ohio is still a leading state in the production of limestone, and this is the period when it was formed. Okay, we're moving on. A little over 400 million years ago, Ohio entered its Silurian era. We had a bit of an identity crisis. We dried up and our land started eroding. Then the warm, shallow seas returned and we got all covered up again. This time, we became a pretty nifty coral reef. The marine life loved us. Then, before Silurian ended... The seawater above us started evaporating again, especially in northern Ohio, and it left behind salt-bearing basins. Since our future promised us some pretty chilly winters, those basins sure came in handy. We used the salt for our roads. After the Silurian time ended, we entered Devonian time. The western part of the state dried up again, But the east was still hard at work creating the planet. The volcanoes below the surface got active again, and those tectonic plates were shifting, and, well, we returned to our old job of mountain building, although this time the mountains we were building popped up east of the state. The sea that still covered our eastern border, by the way, was no longer a sexy coral reef. It had become stagnant. Circulation was poor. The water lacked oxygen. This period formed layers and layers of black, organic-rich, uranium-bearing deposits in what scientists sometimes call the stinking seas. We also saw a big leap forward in evolution. It's the first major appearance of sharks and bony fishes and the very first time True land plants appear in Ohio's geological record. Ohio was growing up. The Mississippian period was next, from 359 million years ago to 318 million years ago. Now, we were getting drier. Land plants were increasingly abundant. Meanwhile, we were still working on all those wonderful resources that are going to come in handy in the future. Limestone, shale, oil, gas. But also at this time, sandy sediment is flowing into Ohio from Canada. And that sediment will one day become sandstone. Not just any sandstone, but Berea sandstone, a coveted building stone that would become a major industry for us for 150 years. Next, the Pennsylvanian period, which will take us back to about 299 million years ago, a time when we were a relatively flat coastal plain swamp 
with parts of the state still alternating between being dry land, fresh water, or shallow sea. The trilobites are dying out, but we've got new residents to keep us company, amphibians and reptiles. This is the period when Ohio first started forming a lot of the clay that one day we'll use to become a pottery powerhouse and the coal that we'll one day use to run electric power and ironstone, which in the 1800s will make Ohio a major iron-producing state. At the end of the Pennsylvanian period, Whatever treasures Ohio was hiding beneath the surface was all there was going to be for a long time. Because when the Mesozoic era arrived, Ohio was now fully above sea level. In other words, no new deposits. Whatever we had in the bank could only be taken out, not added to. The Mesozoic period will take us to about 2.6 million years ago, and this was an exciting time. Dinosaurs were roaming the earth. Strangely, there has never been a dinosaur fossil found in Ohio. No bones, no footprints. It doesn't mean there weren't triceratops or hadrosaurs strolling through. They almost certainly were. But when Ohio emerged from the sea, it became particularly susceptible to erosion. Instead of things getting buried and preserved, dead dinosaurs, and any trace of them, simply washed away. Finally, we reached the Quaternary Period, which started 2.6 million years ago and includes the time we're living in today, There's something very significant that happens in this final era. Can you guess? Yeah, sure you did. It's the Ice Age, and Ohio is in the thick of it. The Northern Hemisphere plummeted into a deep freeze that allowed massive ice sheets to form. Over a period of about 10,000 years, local mountain glaciers grew and covered much of today's Canada, Siberia, and Northern Europe. And, of course, being on the border of Canada, it covered us too. At one point, two-thirds of our state was covered by ice that was a mile thick in places. Imagine that. I mean, look up in the sky Figure out roughly where you think one mile might be, then fill that space with ice. Interestingly, it's the Ice Age that allowed humans from Europe to cross over into North America. The dinosaurs were long gone by now, but there were still plenty of huge, wonderful animals around. The humans that made it to Ohio lived alongside mastodons, mammoths, and giant beavers that reached their shoulders. 35,000 years ago, the ice started receding from Ohio. It took 20,000 years to disappear entirely, but when it was gone, it left behind beautifully rich soil that made Ohio one of the country's top agricultural states. As a matter of fact, Ohio is one of just five states in the nation where more than half of its territory is considered prime farmland. And that we owe to our unique location during the Ice Age. 
The ice had also contributed clay, silt, sand, and gravel throughout northern and western Ohio. New resources that one day we would use for clay products and road construction. Now, I said the ice covered two-thirds of the state. The third that wasn't buried under ice was our southeast corner, the hard-working mountain-building department. That section, whose underground activities helped create the Appalachians, stayed delightfully rugged in its role as the foothills of the mountain range. So, that's Ohio's geological journey. It's probably good we can't see too far into the future. I'm sure more scary changes are on the horizon. Hopefully, we won't be around when the next geological chapter begins. That's it for tonight, listeners. For photos, news clippings, and more on this and every episode, hop on over to ohiomysteries.com. Also, for more shows like ours, head on over to killerpodcasts.com. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.